Polytonal Syntactic Demulsifiers on now. WCBN FM Ann Arbor on now. And maybe it was just me, like some sort of user error or something. Oh, this. Okay. Um. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for bearing with me. We're getting in the zone. We're going to raise some money. Good afternoon. You've got living writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Um, it's fundraiser, as you know, as you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor this week. Um, it's our fundraiser week. And I am so lucky to have here in the studio today Craig Mackey with his book, Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies, out with the University of Michigan Press 2013. Craig Welcome to the show. Thanks, T. It's great to be here. Hello to everyone in Radio Land. <laughs> and I must say, thank you for bearing with me for the traditional fundraiser song on Living Writers, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Obviously, not so much the Detroit country music there. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I understand we're going to be able to hear a little bit of that, though, coming up in the next hour. Yes. P- kindly, you brought... CDs for us to play, and you've made some musical choices that we'll get to hear Mm -hmm. um, that will complement the story that we're going to start, that will unfold from your book that we'll get to hear today on the program. Um, Before we go any further, um, I'd like to say, well, thank you all for tuning in and joining us. Um, We all, yeah, the listeners out there, um, whether you're listening down the block um, in another part of the state, another part of the country, another country (laughs) altogether, um, we really value um, that you're part of our community here at WCBN um, and Living Writers. Uh, 
And I'd like to thank everyone for last Thursday's Sweetland Word Squared Writer to Writer uh, live uh, living writers event at Literati Bookstore. Um, so thanks to Sweetland Center for Writing and Literati Bookstore. Um, and great thanks to Maria Cotera for being our first Word Squared guest. And thanks to Carl, Alex, and the Liz here at the station um, for also making the, the live broadcast happen. Oh, and Don... Don Lyons, too. Um, special thanks to Don. Okay, um, while I'm thanking people, and Craig, we're going to, I'm just chomping at the bit here to get to this really wonderful book before us, this tome, uh, this resource and mm-hmm. gem. Um, uh, thanks to all the Wednesday food donors. Um, I think everyone here at WCBN during fundraiser week, we couldn't get through <laughs> without this sustenance, this fuel. Um, so Washtenaw Dairy, um, Syrian Cuisine and Exotic Bakery, uh, Jerusalem Garden. Um, thanks so much. Thanks for, thanks for this food. And thank you so much for your support. Um, all right, Craig. So you are no yeah. stranger to WCBN. Correct. I spent about five years, five or six years here. In this very place. Yes. As a, You were a University of Michigan student. Yes, I'm a 93 grad, and um, I, I spent uh, what I would call my formative years here from 90... Actually, it was four years, 91 to 95... I guess that could be. Anyway, and he, not so great with math, but that's all right. I didn't study math. You're great with music. <laughs> and and here at the station, how did you find WCBN? What's your what's your story with how you came down here? A friend of mine uh, discovered it, and she brought me down here to check it out. And then I started listening all the time. And uh, I had an interest in rockabilly music, and there was a rockabilly specialty show on Wednesday nights, and I. Uh, finally, after a few weeks, I got up the courage to call at at the station, and and the DJ picked up. And I, <laughs> you know, after a few seconds of uh, of hesitation, I I told him about my interests and told him I was a student, and I, if he needed any help, I'd be glad to come down, come by sometime. And he said, "Come down next week. I'm leaving, so I need somebody to take my place." <laughs> so serendipity. So, yeah, and. Uh, um, I spent, you know, the summer volunteering, and then in the fall, I officially took over the show. And was it, um, Craig, was it called Go Cat Go then? Or was no. that Dell? Because Dell does that show now on right. Tuesday no. evenings. Um, I see, yeah. But what no, was it called when it, you were doing it? It was called The Rockabilly Show up until Dell took over. It, you know, there were three, let's see, three hosts in front of, in front of him. So there was me, Rob Miller, and then, and then a fellow before him. So... And this is history. So this is like years at WCBN. Mm-hmm. There's been a rockabilly oh, um, yeah. presence. Um, and with good reason. Now we know even the historical context yes. of, of this. Yeah, if it wasn't for my um, my uh, volunteering here at the station to do that program, this book, which sits on the table in front of us, uh, probably wouldn't have um, happened in this way. Right. And this, and this book, there's none, there's none like it out there. Um, as a a resource, as, um, it, it's in a sense, it feels like you recovered these stories, almost these potentially stories that could have been lost because this is correct. Like we're, we're talking more about the forties and the thirties and forties in Detroit. Thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Yeah. Um, it was uh, when I started doing research in the early 90s um, and talking to these guys, finding them. Uh, a lot of them had moved south. Um, some 
some people we just had no way way of finding them uh and some had died many had died and uh so they they were very hard to track down and that's part of the reason why the book took so long to, to two write two decades right yeah. craig two decades yep and and you and your co-author is Keith Cady. Keith Cady. He um, actually was a collaborator or, or on the research. A yes. co-researcher, excuse me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he did a tremendous job um, locating and uh, tracking down a number of voices that are represented in this. How did the project start? Because you said that it it owes um, part of its birth to your show here at WCBN on Wednesday yeah. evenings way back. And, well, right. not way back. Yeah. Geez. <laughs> In the well, 90s, it's not <laughs> that long ago. Doesn't seem like it, but, you know. No. <laughs> uh, the, actually, the, the uh, Rockabilly, we actually had a Rockabilly section in the library. I think there still records. is one. Yeah. Yes, yeah, thumbs up from Pratt. And if I, if I can remember correctly, it was about, I don't know, four inches thick. That was it. And so there wasn't a whole lot to come by back then. And it was hard to track down. Uh, especially for a kid in college who had no car and had to resort to wandering around town looking for records. Um, and we still, in Ann Arbor, we still have great record stores today. Oh yeah. But and, yeah. um, and you just, on your way over here, this is a tangent, everyone, but it's about community. So you, who did you happen to meet on your way here, Craig? I, I stopped in at, at Liberty Records, and as I was looking through the country records, uh, I, found, I heard a voice that I recognized and I thought, who is that? Who is that? And then, and then uh, I looked up. I didn't see the guy who, who was speaking. And, and finally, the name hit me, Jim Dwyer. I worked with him at WCBN 20 years ago, and I haven't seen him since. So um, when I went up to the counter, I asked about him. And he, sure enough, he was working there and uh, came by and said hello. He was very gracious, gave me a great deal on a couple of records I found. And, and, and did you uh, find some gems there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I found a couple of LPs, uh, one by Skeets McDonald, who was actually active in Detroit and Pontiac back in the 30s and 40s, and uh, another by Ernie Lee, who was broadcasting at WJR during the war. Yeah. I was so surprised at what a presence Pontiac had in the book as a performance. Yeah, I was too when I discovered that, yeah. Um you know, what can I say? It was an industrial town. They had factories there and a lot of uh, industry. And uh, some communities of uh, people from the South would move up there, bring their families, send for extended family to come up and join them. So, yeah, there were several, many communities like that throughout Southeast Michigan during those times. So you mentioned starting the project. Right. How what? How did it actually start? Like, okay. how did you begin well, it? Okay, well, getting back, it was hard to track down records. But uh, I was also interested in speaking with people who made the music. And when I, while I was here, I did a few interviews with musicians who um, I, I was able to get a hold of. And Even, then, even fro folks from Sun Records? Yeah, um, I had Jack Earls down here one time. Uh, he he um, lives in Madison Heights, and he's been working for Chrysler since the 60s he came up here uh, really great guy um, and uh, he just uh, turned 80 a couple years back anyway um, I uh, through him I met uh, a few others uh, from his generation who have 
who, who maybe were born down south and grew up in Detroit and played in Detroit. And then one guy would lead me to another guy, to another person, and so on. And, and that's how this thing got rolling. And, and then I met Keith, and he uh, was working at a classic country radio station in Ypsilanti. And he had access to the telephone and all this stuff. And so um, he was able to make a lot of uh, recordings and um, kind of uh, took off with the ball running and, and just uh, never looked back. It was something else. Oh, so he would do some of the, the call, like interviews over the phone. Even. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We both shared that, but uh, he was able to do quite a bit within the few years that he worked at that station. And it was very helpful. Well, we're okay today on the program. Craig Mackey is here. We've got Craig's book, Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies, here on the table before us. Um, you're listening to the annual fundraiser show on WCBN. Um, the number to call is 734 763 3500. That's 734 734- 763-3500. Um, call now. Add your voice um, to the community here. Show us that you're listening, please. Um, it, it, really, it really matters to us. Um, I was talking with Craig before we came on the air, um, and he remembers doing fundraiser when he was here. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of the funnest weeks of the year. There, there's a special energy around the station. Um, not only are we feeling the love with like the kind food donations, um, and but just hearing people call in. I did phones mm-hmm. last night for right. for Greg Pratt's show, One Louder, and, and the the Liz, Liz yeah. uh, Break Your Radio, um, and Dell's show, Dell's uh, show as well. Uh, Go Cat Go. Everybody and, was knocking it away too. And, yes, yeah, and the callers when they called in, we had people calling from um, Redwood City. Um, so let's get a caller for Living Writer from red like further away than redwood city california i'm throwing down the challenge (laughs) (laughs) kind listeners out there and you know what give us a call 734-763-3500 you can also um go to our website wcbn.org and and you can donate online too um you can donate online but making the call is part of like you were talking about uh community tea and i think like making a connection with us is one of the things that's special about this place you can you can donate on the online anytime but are you going to have a chance to call in on t hutzel's show with craig Mackey? i don't know how many times you're going to have a chance yeah, to do that f- so. former wcbn dj exactly. craig Mackey here with his first book detroit country music mountaineers cowboys and rockabillies and we talk about community and and things that happen just from this radio station being here it changed right. your life craig absolutely if it if it uh, if i hadn't been involved with wcbn if it if it hadn't been here um, you know, like I said, this book may not be here today, and it's uh, you know it kind of fills a, a gap in the history of Detroit music. So it's it doesn't it um, certainly does. He's being modest. It certainly does. This is a resource that scholars um, as well as music uh, lovers everywhere will be will be turning to. Um, images that are in this book have never before been published. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so if you um, so if it weren't for the listeners of this station, uh, you know, who knows, uh, uh, who knows where I might be right now. But <laughs> I'll tell you what, the, uh, it, it really changes lives, for, and I think for the better here, um, not, only, not only for the volunteers, but also from the feedback we get from listeners and, 
And uh, if you call right now, 763-3500, and express your support for this show, um, that will make a big difference going forward. And Ooh, looks like we have one. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. It's oh, it's a pledge from my mom. Mom, thanks for listening. Wonderful. <laughs> and Craig, you must you convinced her. <laughs> so Sally Great. Hetzel. Um, so listening now um, while she's cooking dinner, um, and loved last week's show as well. So thanks, mom. Thanks. And Craig. Um, and that's Sally Hetzel. I'll say. <laughs> um, Craig, what I wanted to say before we go to break and to hear one of the songs you've chosen for today's program uh-huh. is that you've kindly donated a book. So we have a copy of Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies. That's um, University of Michigan Press. Talk about all everything in the home. <laughs> like uh, This is talk about community. Even the right. University of Michigan Press has yeah. published this this book. Um, and Craig, if you call now um, for, or uh, I think it's... Uh, if you if you donate, I think it's a thirty dollar premium. Um, or if you wanted to donate a bunch more, he will sign it for you. Personally signed autograph copy of Detroit Country Music by Craig Mackey for you. What's the number again? It's seven three four seven six three three five zero zero. So please call now. And and Craig, can you remember what song we we've got coming up next? that Pratt Scott Earl and Joyce Songer yeah wonderful duo who uh, recorded in Detroit uh, from East Tennessee and uh, West Virginia they uh, they took the uh, the old time uh, uh, Appalachian folk sound from the 30s and 20s and electrified it when they got to Detroit great stuff wonderful well let's let's take a listen
Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, great, because you know what? It's fundraiser week here at WCBN and on Living Writers. And today, Craig Mackey is here in the studio. I feel like this is just an auspicious, like you couldn't be more perfect, Craig, to have you here today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It's it's fun. Thank you. And it's like, it's a homecoming. Have you been? Yeah. Oh, and I'll just say that Craig's brought with him not only the great music, the song that we just heard um, from his own collection, but also his book, Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys and Rockabillies, um, out in 2013 with the University of Michigan Press. And a quick shout out of thanks to Sean Manning um, for sending a, a, a copy out. Um, thanks, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right around the corner. He could probably hear that. Yeah, exactly. Talk about community. <laughs> um, but Craig, so so you you DJed here. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, wonderful. We've got another pledge has just rolled in. Thank you so much to Heidi Pratt, um, she, who's really enjoying the show. Oh, and this is great. And and Heidi says she loves learning about all the local writers. And that's true on Living Writers. Um, Craig Mackey, you're one of them. <laughs> you're you're one of our, our home team here. And, sure, sure. Um, and that's part of the mission of the show, to have um, local writers. We have Grace Shackman coming up from the Ann Arbor Obs- uh, Observer um, and... Um, and then, but we also have guests that are um, traveling through on on book tours. Um, Wonderful. All sorts. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Craig. <laughs> and no, it is. And so, but thank you to Heidi um, for calling in. Um, thanks very much, Heidi. Um, and so, keep those calls coming in. Uh, this is a good time to say the number again, Craig. Would you like to do the honors? Seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred. Thank you. Craig Mackey, former WCBN DJ and now um, author of Detroit Country Music. Um, so, Craig, let's let's go back to some of the um, I don't know, maybe some of some of the writing of the book. Let's talk a little sure. bit about the writing. Yeah. So and you you touched on this a, a little bit because I was interested when you were researching. This is a this is a this has got a lot of pages. <laughs> it's a big project. Yes. Um, it would have been bigger uh, if I had my way. <laughs> How so? I gave them a 200,000-word manuscript, and uh, they asked me to edit it in half. So there were a number of stories that I had to pull, and then I had to slim down the rest. But um, it how, was... How did you make those decisions as the writer? Uh, I had to weigh um, their, the... Uh, well, okay, so the book is presented not as a linear narrative, not as a linear historical thing, but uh, individual stories of these people. So um, many of them overlap, of course, because they all came to Detroit and used the same outlets to present their music. Um, but so I, so I have 20 chapters in here. One's an introduction. Um, the rest are different biographies of people, of artists who uh, worked in Detroit. And so some of the stories that I did wind up pulling, um, uh, maybe they, uh, they, uh, the artists didn't have as much influence or weren't as prominent as some of the others who are still in the book. Um, however, I did uh, try to mention them in, in the other stories that were saved. Uh, and I created a blog about a year before um, this was published last October, called carcitycountry.com, 
And I, I uh, put some of the stories that didn't make it in there uh, up online for people to read. And as, as well, I have all kinds of uh, different types of research that I present on the blog as well, like um, uh, discographies, sessionographies, um, photos that, that uh, I couldn't use in the book and that sort of thing. And is it something that um, your that this blog is still is is it is it static right now or is it also it's for the the book as well so you're right. also probably posting to let people know of upcoming events true and, yeah and are you still I don't know what what are you still researching like are you still finding some pieces absolutely yeah okay <laughs> yes um, in fact uh, people uh, sort of uh, from all over the place wind up at the blog uh, and I hear from relatives of these of some of the people presented uh, online um, and then uh, there was a cover story in the Metro Times last um, December and this uh, this guy just got in touch with me a few weeks ago and he said my mom somehow wound up with a copy of this magazine and she was flipping through the pages and she saw her late husband in one of the photos and she felt like she was having a heart attack, even though she was just surprised, you know. So I got together with her and the family just last weekend. Keith and I went up to visit with them. And it was great, you know. They they were really very gracious and, and helpful. They loaned us some photos to scan and, and told us the story of, of their dad, who actually passed away 40 years ago this year, or 30 years ago this year. So, um that sort of thing just, you know, is wonderful, you know, just to meet people like that and, and uh, um, give, give, tell them, share with them the information that we know and, and they uh, help us as well. And, and is that something that, um, so with this story, so it's good, so now you have this, they've passed along this story mm-hmm. and now you're sort of your witness to it. Right. So how, what is your plan for, will this story then become part of a uh, car city country.com or is it going to be, will there be a revised edition? Yeah. <laughs> or which part has two? <laughs> adding in some of those 200. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Um, I really don't know the, uh, the, you know, the, I, the, uh, I guess they're just going to see how things go with this edition, and maybe I'll propose something in the future. But uh, for right now, um, it could be on the blog. I haven't made up my mind yet. It seems interesting that um, you're becoming a de facto historian. Yeah, I guess you could say a that. Cultural historian. Yeah, yeah, that that was... Uh, that was something that I, I strove hard to um, accomplish uh, for the book. Um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to share this part of Detroit history that people weren't aware of, and uh, you know, I was I was reading books on jazz in Detroit, which uh, U of M Press present uh, published, and other books about radio in Detroit and and rock and roll in Detroit and Motown that sort of thing. And there were a lot of stories that I re- uncovered and Keith re- uncovered that um, talked about a Detroit that wasn't represented by any of these other books. So um, that's one of the things we set out to to provide the public with, you know, some another perspective of life in Detroit. Yes, and that that's a very imp- that's an important mission, and I feel like. Um 
what'll be interesting is we also have the University of Michigan's library copy here and of the book, Detroit Country Music. And Craig, you've graciously said that you will sign it unless oh. a librarian from the library calls up and tells us not to and makes a <laughs> pledge. No, just kidding. Hardy heart. <laughs> but we'll sign it so that a student or a scholar, someone who's looking for this book will will find it one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when you're talking about the, this mission um, for having voices that might not be heard, it mm-hmm. also reminds me of the WCBN mission of um, the, the programs that we have here, um, the things that happen during freeform radio. Um, like, for example, a DJ being there choosing the music to play rather than right. maybe being told by um, somewhat like a, a corporation or a, mm-hmm. an, an ad agency what songs should be. Absolutely. You have uh, you actually have uh, uh, people, volunteers, you know, people from the community expressing themselves by their choice of music. And it's something that you do not get anywhere else. Uh, I know that from my experience, I went uh, from here back to Detroit and actually was lucky enough to find a, a station, in, a public station in Detroit to do what I was doing here for a few years. But when I, after I left there, uh, that situation just dried up and the station changed and there isn't any kind of outlet like this, and like other, WCBN and, uh, and around other, here. And, and so, so around in this area, so WCBN is... Is va- we believe it's valuable. Do you believe it's valuable, listeners? Please call in um, 734-763-3500. I don't mean to sound so plaintive. I mean, I think that WCBN is one of the things that makes Ann Arbor what it is, like more true mm-hmm. to itself. Like I believe that it has this, but I feel like yeah. it has this, and it, it's expansive because- Yes, it's, it seems to me it's very open to the community. So what the community wants to um, uh, suggest or or provide to the station, the station will give it back and and you know as many times over as they can. You know it's it's really a wonderful uh, situation you have here. So add your voice. Let us know you're out there because we know you are. So so give us a ring seven three four seven six three. Three five zero zero, and you could talk to Tyler. Um, you know Tyler from Keeping It Copacetic, and Tyler is um, at the phones right now, waiting, waiting ever so patiently for your call. Don't make him wait any longer. Seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred. Today on Living Writers, Craig Mackey is here. His book, Detroit Country Music: Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies. Craig, set us up with a song, would you? All right, um, this next one is by the fellow on the cover of the book, Eddie Jackson. Woo! I've never, ever been this slow in my life Never do a heartache could cut you like a knife, but I'm learning. Oh, 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 I'm learning. I've never had a tear, never had the blues, never knew the hurt 
of when you love and lose, but I'm learning. Oh, 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 oh I'm learning. Emotion. I never let a tear show through. Let no one get the foolish notion that I'm still in love with you. I've learned so many things since you said goodbye. I never really knew why some. People cry, but I'm learning. Oh, 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 I'm learning. I'm learning to hide my emotions. I never let a tear show through. Eddie Jackson and the Swingsters from 1963. He cut that uh, um, in Detroit at Special Recordings, and uh, at the behest of his boss, they started a record label. He was working at a nightclub, and a nightclub owner said, hey, that's a great song that you did on, on the bandstand tonight. Let's make a record of it. So they did, and Eddie sold enough copies off the bandstand and out of the trunk of his car to buy himself a diamond ring and a and a brand new Cadillac. Whoo. That's, <laughs> wow. So he was, and he was driving on Woodward. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what those roads were made for. Uh-huh. <laughs> Triumphant cruising. Yeah. Yeah. He said it, it was great. It had great big tail fins on it. Ooh, a beauty. <laughs> well, I should say you're listening to Living Writers. Today on the program, Craig Mackey is here. His book, Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies. We've got Greg Pratt, um, Engineering, Behind the Glass. And we've got Tex here in the studio. And Tex might say a few words when he can. <laughs> <laughs> he can't right now. <laughs> But he he'll be he'll be he'll be back to say some. Are the phones ringing? I don't know. I, are we keeping Tyler busy? Um, Maybe you should remind. He's him looking about a this. little bit. I don't know. It's seven three four seven six three. Three five zero zero. You can call in and Craig Mackey, our special guest today on the program, his book, Detroit Country Music, is here waiting for you for your pledge of $30 and Craig will sign it. Sure. And Or maybe you want to give it to someone like happy birthday from Craig Mackey. <laughs> Somebody who loves country music and, and never dreamed of uh, how much of it there was, has been in this area over the years. I even do a show about country music on Saturday afternoons, and I never knew a lot of this stuff. I knew a little bit of it that I've turned up, but it's just one of these things that you never dreamed of. And I'm sure anyone who likes country music and or grew up in the Detroit area and knew people who heard about Hamtramck Mama who will do it in the country and do it in the town. Uh, they would love this book. So you should call in and pledge 763-3500. And it's just so great 
uh, to hear living writers because it's, you know, T has such a Catholic approach. She, you know, she does all kinds of books, you know, whether it's poetry or prose or academic books or books by people in the community or mysteries or what have you. It's like a mosaic of the writing universe. So you should call now, 763-3500. Pledge your support to this show and this station. You are golden-tongued, Tex. Thank you so much. That was Tex, and he was talking about the Down Home Show also on Saturdays and Bill Monroe for breakfast and a lot of the music that that Craig Mackey uh, writes about and references here and has oral histories, the real stories um, in his book, Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies. Um, so it's, it's lovely, this interplay and con- interconnectedness um, of... I don't know. The moment. Everything's connected, uh, says the poet, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so that number, everyone, 734-763-3500. So let's get back. While people are calling in, let's get back to talking a little bit about the making of the book. Okay. uh, The the writing of it. Um, Yeah. And maybe even, how did you keep uh, your... 20 years is a long time, Craig. True. <laughs> For the making of the book. How did this vision, how, how did you keep it going? And yes. um, The vision changed over the years. Okay. Um, at first I thought, oh, well, you know, I have, you know, I've collected these great stories. Um, I'll write a book. But then the, the, my perspective kept growing and growing and growing. And there were more and more people and more and more stories and, um, when I met Keith, he said, uh, you know, you ought to, we ought to write a book about all these great stories we're hearing. And, and I said, absolutely, let's collaborate on the research anyway. And um, we did that, and it just kept getting bigger. We, we even took a couple trips down to the first library in Nashville at the Country Music Hall of Fame to look at their materials. Um, because back in the 30s and 40s and part of the 50s, most of the 50s, um, national magazines that covered country music uh, would, on occasion, write about what was going on in Detroit. So um, a lot of the resources that uh, Frist Library had were very helpful. And I wrote everything down because whenever I talked to friends up here who were my age, or maybe even older, they, their eyes would roll back in their heads like, what is this? What are you talking about, country music in Detroit? So... I wrote everything down and I made sure to reference them so that there would be some kind of concrete thing that people could go back to and say, oh yeah, wow, you know, there, this really did happen. And that also, also was very helpful in helping me build timelines before I wrote the stories, <laughs> before I wrote the chapters, um, so that especially the Lazy Ranch Boys, Casey Clark and his Lazy Ranch Boys, they were... Uh, a very popular band in Detroit, and they had so many Im- important musicians go through, um, you know, serve time, so to speak, in the group, that it was necessary to build a couple of timelines, one for his life and then one for the band, because people would be in and out through the years. So um, so then I would sort of think, of, think you know, sort of a t- uh, approach one act at a time by uh, by looking at all the research that I'd done for that and then thinking about um, how to put it together and how best to include quotations from 
uh, people we'd spoken with and that sort of thing. A friend of mine early on said, if you do this, I sure hope you keep the, as many uh, quotes and words from the original artists as you can in, in the book because people really dig that, you know. They, um, and I do too, quite frankly. And let the, if you have the, um, the luck to have access to the actual voices of the people, how they yeah. would say it, mm-hmm. that's the best. Let them speak absolutely. for themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we have, uh, Keith, between Keith and I, we have uh, more than 60 recorded interviews and uh, many email exchanges and letters and that sort of thing. And uh, it's just, uh, some of them are just a joy to listen to. Like May Hawks, her voice was so musical, just in her everyday speech. And it was just a, a it's always just a real trip to, to listen to her speak. And, well, let's, as you're listening, everyone, remember, call in. Call in and support WCBN um, on this fundraiser week, 734 763 Three five zero zero. Craig has kindly donated a book, his book, Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies, that he will sign for you. Um, call and pledge. Call Tyler. Call Tyler up on the phone and pledge. Give us a ring. 734-763-3500. Be a part of the energy of this week. Um, the good feeling that's around the station, um, the hope, the belief in community, it kind of gives us a chance to um, reconnect with this idea of why we're even, what we value about WCBN and and the station and, and what is Living Writer mission. <laughs> it gives it's, it's a wonderful chance to sort of recognize um, that this this station is something we value. Um, mm-hmm. And I know I value getting the opportunity to have conversations um, with writers like you, Craig, as well. Um, let's see. Let's um let's actually go and hear another song, shall we? Um, All right. Uh, what do we have next? Pratt queued up some Mayhawks. Speaking of Mayhawks. That's perfect. As is the way on WCBN FM. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sweetheart, I'm tired of Roman and I want to settle down. I'm tired of gallivanting and painting up the town. I'm tired of all the other guys, my darling, you were right. So meet me down in Nashville at the Opry tonight. Meet me, baby, meet me. Oh, yeah. I've seen the wildest side of life, the sorrow it can bring. I didn't want to leave you, but I had to have my fling. And now I promise, darling, I'll always do what's right. So meet me down in Nashville at the Opry tonight. I'm sending you this telegram cause I want you to know that I'm lost without you, and I love you so. I'm hungry. 
sweet for your kisses, darling, in the pale moonlight. So meet me down in Nashville at the Opry tonight. I've met a lot of fellers in the States and Mexico. It's true I was no angel those nights on the bow And now I want your love again, I'll be a faithful wife So meet me down in Nashville at the Opry tonight And that was May Hawks, Meet Me Down in Nashville at the Opry tonight uh, Originally done around 53 or 54 in Detroit At that time she was appearing on the Big Barn Frolic Barn Dance on WJR Radio um, every Saturday night and I think there's a wonderful image to go along with her chapter as well. Oh, yes. She's she's, she's wearing a, a white cowboy hat and a fringe jacket, carrying her guitar and smiling back over her shoulder. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Detroit country music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies, um, out with the University of Michigan Press. Um, and today on Living Writers, Craig Mackey is here. Um, it's fundraiser week. Um, give us a call. Show us you're listening. Um Show us that you're part of this community. Add your voice to the community because we know you're there um, and we appreciate you as being part of our, our community here at WCBN. So the number to call is 734-763-3500. Um, Craig, as you were talking about um, Hawkins, for example, and her, her she was in the 50s. So we've sort mm-hmm. of ranged through the 30s, the 40s, the 50s here right. in the conversation about um, Detroit country music. Um, the It reminds me of the photographer, uh, the Swiss photographer, Robert Frank, and his photo book, The Americans. Because um, mm. one of the, he came to Detroit as part of his driving around. Do you know the book, Craig, by any chance? Yes. Have you? So are you familiar with the image that Detroit Rodeo, um, and it's it's three people in profile um, with cowboy hats on, and yeah. m- maybe not something that you would. Of course, there's also um, pictures in the Rouge, the plant as well that uh-huh. Robert Frank was a- included in the Americans. Right, right. But mm-hmm. it's so there is. It, that's also proof that there was <laughs> <laughs> this scene in Detroit. Oh yes, yes. Uh, between Keith and I, we collected uh, copies of hundreds of photographs, snapshots um, from that were taken within bars uh, at uh, the union halls where these some of these bands played, um, uh, radio, TV stations, and that sort of thing. The picture on the cover was taken at a an automobile service station in Detroit where Eddie was working part-time during the recession of 58. So he talked his bosses into letting him bring his band out one day and, and doing some, you know, music. Um, and Eddie called you in 1995, Craig. Yes. He called uh-huh. you up on the phone. Was it out of the blue? Um, I sort of uh, knew that uh, I could expect to hear from him. But it, it did take me by surprise that he uh, inter- uh, introduced himself uh, uh, and invited me to a party he was going to play at in Detroit uh, in a week or two from that point. And I walked into the bar and I, d- I didn't know what he looked like. <laughs> you know, this was before, way before the internet was widely popular. And 
uh, I had just a couple of records of his. I didn't know that much about him. Uh, and I, I saw this band playing at the end of the bar. And so when they took a break and sat down, I walked over to the table and I introduced myself to the wrong guy, <laughs> who turned out to be Swanee Caldwell, who was a big, a very big, uh, popular um, singer in Detroit uh, on his own. But Eddie was sitting right next to him, and he stood up and he said, "I'm Eddie Jackson." <laughs> but he he was uh, a real, a real uh, fun guy to hang out with. He told a lot of jokes, and he was very good humored about the whole thing. In fact, he invited me to come with his friends and his wife uh, uh, back to his uh, house, which is just a few blocks away from there. And lo and behold, behind his bar, he had this amazing wall of photographs from uh, the years when he was active in Detroit. So there were snapshots, there were promotional photos. Um, photographers used to go into the nightclubs in Detroit and take photographs and then sell them at the nightclubs, you know. This is, you know, if a band was coming in for a two- or three-week gig, they would take photos of the band, and then people could come and buy the photos if they wanted to. Sort of like an early poster or so. Yes, a keepsake. keepsake. Uh Some of them even made folders with the photos in them, with Mm -hmm. the name of the nightclub on the folder, and you could buy those. Um, So he had just a wall of photos from the 30s, late 30s, up through, you know, the 80s, I guess, but when he retired from music. And uh, and that's kind of what got the ball rolling. My interest in that wall and the stories that he told by pointing to different photographs, and then, and then of course, uh, he would get together with his buddies and jam, and and tell they would all tell stories and stuff. So um, he was just a real inspiration to get get this project going. Too. So so seeing that the that wall of photographs mm-hmm. gave you an idea of the expansiveness of the project and and yeah. the stories inspired you to find a way to tell them. Yes, you know, at that time I looked around uh trying to find a resource to go to to tell these, you know, kind of get an idea of what was going on, a better idea and there wasn't anything. Um authors like Nick Tosh's had uh, written about Roy Hall and Skeets McDonald in Detroit, but um, uh, that was about it. I mean, you could find stuff on different liner notes, and people were guessing it who played on what records and <laughs> that sort of thing. So, but now there's there's a resource for people: Detroit country music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies. Boy, am I relieved. <laughs> we all are, Craig. We all are. Um, I'll take a moment to say um, that my mom says that um, we should emphasize that pledges of any size are welcome. And if I haven't said that, then yes, any size, large or small. Um, it's it's just about adding your voice to the community here at WCBN. Um, the number to call, 734-763-3500. We've got Craig Mackey's voice here. Craig's come with his book, a book, Detroit Country Music, that could be yours for a pledge, um, and brought music to play for us and talk about um, today on the program. And it's great, Craig, I must say, to watch you when the music, when um, when Pratt is sort of t- switching us back on here to uh-huh. have you engage like that's like sharp tongue there like <laughs> a, a swift like right there with the telling us what the song is and what um like why it matters right yeah well for about 10 years I was a volunteer di- disc jockey at different public radio stations including this one so I I uh, 
loved the music and and tried to that was part of my shtick you know i would learn everything i could about the records and then try to say something interesting about tell a it. bit of a story right. a story. Yeah. so mm-hmm. if you love the music and if you love the stories the stories that you hear on living writers here um and and every hour at the station um 734-763-3500 any pledge the any ca- size the calls are still starting to roll in too so like if you want to get a call in here to donate while craig and, and t are on the air oh we'd love to thank quickly. you yeah. we'd love to thank we'd you love on to air thank you on the air and um, yeah, we, we should have a couple more rolling in here in just a second. But Ooh. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. And there. then we've got the sports. The the sports, oh, the sports team is coming rolling up next. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's so that's we still got nine so or so eight or so minutes. Here. We can do a lot do in a that lot. time. Yeah. So give us a ring seven, seven three. Oh, go ahead, Greg. Seven three four <laughs> seven six three three five zero zero. Thanks a lot, everybody. <laughs> Living Writers Team. <laughs> I should say quickly also um, to thank again our, our food donors, um, Washtenaw Dairy, Big City Small World Bakery, Elixir Vitae, uh, Exotic Bakery and Syrian Cuisine, Jerusalem Garden. Um, really, really great. We thank you for fueling us um, and keeping the energy um, wild and wild and woolly around these parts and Craig Mackey uh, with Detroit country music up in the ante as well. <laughs> Craig, Craig, what did you, what's some of like, what are some of the things that you just didn't expect at all that came out of this project? Because you probably had some hopes for it, mm-hmm. but were, was there anything that like totally shocked you or something um, or something strange that also emerged? Oh, well, uh, you know, there are some, some interesting stories in here that, uh, like uh, Chief Redbird, um, there, was a, there was a connection to um, one of the first, the first uh, cowboy band to play on a radio station in, in America uh, that nobody knew about. So when you say so, cowboy band... Uh, it was a group of cowboys in Oklahoma who um, were headed by Billy McGinty, who was one of uh, Theodore Roosevelt's Rough Riders. Uh, and during the... Well, anyway. Um, they, were, they were playing for functions, and then somebody on the, at a radio station in Bristol, Oklahoma, said, hey, let's get you on the air, 1924 or 25. And uh, a person, there were several personnel changes through the years. A, a fellow named Otto Gray took over the group, and um, this, a half-Cherokee... Uh, fellow musician who called himself Chief Sanders joined the group. Well, um, I didn't know until I met Chief Redbird's daughter and looked through her scrapbooks that Chief Sanders and Chief Redbird were one and the same guy. Oh, and wonderful. and so many people so did you not made know that, that. You made that connection, yes. Craig. Uh-huh. Yep. Another mystery solved. Yes. From Detroit country music. And, and it occurs to me that you must have really built up like you ha- must have had a way with you and a genuine like a uh, pursuit of this knowledge um that that made family members and people open up and trust you with this ma- yeah. material well, uh yeah i suppose um yeah i mean p- people would ask questions of me and and uh and then maybe they'd start talking about somebody or or some a- act and I would finish their sentences for them. You know, it's stuff like that would happen. I remember one guy was just rolling his eyes saying, where in the world did you come from? 
you know, it, uh, and probably amazed at your age too. Right, that's that, part that of you the... had such a knowledge, a working knowledge, and mm-hmm. and able to tell the story of this time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess, yeah, I guess that uh, was part of what got my foot in the door was be, being able to say, you know, demonstrate that I knew what I was. Uh, had, I guess I thought I knew what I was talking about. Do you have any advice for people who are like they have this is obviously a passion for yours. It started when you were a WCBN DJ um back as an undergrad here at the University of Michigan. Um Yes. What if somebody has a passion like this, what advice would you give them as young writers? Oh, um you know, the the uh the main thing is to follow through, you know. If you have a vision, don't be afraid to change it, because I had to change it several times. I wrote several drafts. I submitted manuscripts to several different people. And, in fact, I sent it to U of M Press eight years ago. And they sent it back and said, this is what we like, this is what we don't like. And, the you know, the second list was longer than the first. So I went back and redid it and... And then they still had me make changes, as I mentioned earlier. But, uh, you know, it's out, and it's not exactly what I had in mind, but it's very nice. I'm very pleased with it. Something to be proud of. Yeah. And I think somebody is going to be really excited to get it. I guess uh, we just had somebody take up the offer for the book. We had Sean Westergaard saying, nice job, T, and really looking forward to the book. And nice to hear Craig on the air, exclamation point. Uh, so it's, thanks, I Sean. think he's pretty excited. Oh, that's cool. wonderful. Thanks, couldn't, Sean. Couldn't go to a better person, <laughs> really. Thanks, Sean Westergaard. Um, so we'll be, um, well, Craig will be writing it. A, a, a snazzy dedication. <laughs> <laughs> and all you listeners, it's it's not too late to call in. Um, we've got three minutes to go, so give us a right. ring. Um, pledge, pledge, large and small, 734-763-3500. Um, Craig Mackey, what are some upcoming events that people should know about for you and your book? Well, uh, we will be making uh, an appearance, Keith and I will be, uh, making an appearance at the Livonia Public Library Civic Center branch on Tuesday, March 4th, 2014. And part of the presentation will include uh, an in-depth look at the Lazy Ranch Boys personnel through the years, and we'll be discussing where these people went, where they came from, where they went. And it should be quite an eye-opener as far as uh, um, understanding what kind of talent was in Detroit, you know, who these people? Um, oh, wonderful! That's uh, and became so in later um, years. And your website, um, carcitycountry.com. So that if people go there, they can see as events are added. Craig. Oh, sure, yeah. So carcity, uh, carcitycountry.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to say thank you so much, Craig Mackey, for being the guest, the special guest today on this fundraiser show for Living Writers and WCBN. 
Well, you're very welcome. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. And, and everyone, go out and get your copy of Detroit Country Music, Mountaineers, Cowboys, and Rockabillies. Um, and thank you for everyone for, for calling and, and for pledging. Um, many thanks to Sean Westergaard, to Heidi, to Sally Hetzel, um, and to all the people uh, that are li- all our listeners. Um, I'm T. Hetzel. We've got the sports uh, report coming up next. Um, keep those phones ringing, and let's have a great fundraiser. Or week. Thanks, Craig Mackey. Thanks so much. And until next time. Sports Report on 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. On this good Wednesday, thank you for listening here. Just about after 6 p.m., it's a it's a good day so far, and it's in the midst of fundraiser week here at Ann Arbor. It's going to be uh, it's a pretty big week, pretty important at the station here. Of course, you guys listening out there, we we always need you guys to come in and listen in and Please don't forget to call 734-763-3500. Uh, 